Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to our Team Sphere Happiness IG training. This is kind of replacing our power hour for tonight. Thanks everyone for being here. I am going to dive deep with all of you today on all of the Instagram things. So be sure to get a notebook and a pencil and take some notes because we're gonna be sharing lots of good stuff here. So just a little background, I have been selling on Instagram for over five years. Before I did mascara, I owned a clothing boutique where 95% of my sales were from that and it was a six-figure business. So there is some serious power on Instagram. Um, and then of course I've been able to translate that into uh, mascara, which is awesome. Um, and I'm gonna talk first and foremost, before we deep dive into Instagram, I want to talk about something real quick. And that is, um, you know, the question is, should I be focusing on Facebook or should I be focusing on Instagram? And I'm here to tell you that you should be focusing on both. <laughs> and let me tell you why. So for a really long time, I kind of just ignored Facebook and I focused solely on Instagram. And what I found was while I was slowly growing my following on Instagram, it wasn't necessarily converting into sales right away. And that, that is the, the biggest thing that I see with Instagram is Instagram takes time. It takes a lot of time to build a consistent, strong following that converts automatically into sales. I'm not saying that it can't convert quickly. I'm saying for most people, it's going to take a lot of time. And so while you're building up your Instagram, you need to still be maintaining and building up sales. And one of the best ways that I've been able to do that is by having a beauty group on Facebook and doing monthly classes on Facebook. Um, if you guys didn't, make sure to go check out Jamie Coker's training that she just did on Instagram classes because now that's something I'm gonna dive back into. I tried it a while back, I didn't have a ton of success with it, but I've learned a lot through my Facebook classes that I'm gonna start implementing into Instagram. So I just think in general, you need to be doing some sort of class every single month to be making like guaranteed sales, okay? We, we don't wanna just use Instagram as like our post and pray and hope that that's how we're gonna build our business. Like hope doesn't get you anywhere. You've gotta have strategic plans. And so that class could be an in-person in -person makeovers, an in-person class, a Facebook class, an Instagram class, whatever it is, it's just important that you get people into a little intimate group where they can you know, raise their hand and say, yes, I want to learn more about this in an intimate setting and you can get them all in one place. So do not let building up your Instagram take away from, you know, the lifeblood of your business, which is, which is classes. Like that is the one thing that's easily duplicatable. It's the one thing that everyone can do. And one of the biggest mistakes I made as a leader in the beginning was kind of just telling everyone to get on Instagram and do what I was doing on Instagram because it just was not working and it was super overwhelming. Okay. Most people, most people are going to be overwhelmed if you tell them like all these things that I'm going to tell you today as a new artist, but a class is simple. It's basic. It's um, guaranteed. And it's something that we already have in place structure wise. Okay. So I just, I just want to put that out there so that you guys aren't like, Oh, I need to throw all my eggs into Instagram now because that's not what I want this to be about. However, that being said, Instagram is an amazing tool and an amazing resource. And the reason why it's really awesome to grow on Instagram is because like, it's just so much easier to gain connections there than Facebook. Facebook, you kind of have to jump through a little bit more loopholes, right? Like friend requesting or joining groups or, you know, um, so Instagram just makes it really easy to get to expose, to be exposed, your, your, to expose your Instagram account, your content to all of those things, which is why I love it. So 99% of my recruits come from Instagram and I would say 90% of my sales come from Facebook currently. I, it's not that I'm not getting sales from Instagram, um, but Facebook just converts faster for me for now. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to get into Instagram. So anyway, okay. <laughs> There's my little, my little background on that. Okay. The very first thing I want to talk about when it comes to Instagram is I'm just going to give you, um, some general rules and then we're going to, we're going to dive into some specific sections when it comes to Instagram. So here is a general rule for Instagram. You must show up every single day. 
And that's why Instagram is a little trickier than Facebook because you can't necessarily, you can schedule stuff with Instagram, but Instagram just does not like third-party scheduling apps. The algorithm doesn't favor them. Um, whereas on Facebook, you can schedule things in your beauty group and you can, you know, it's, it's a little bit easier. So for Instagram, you've got to be pretty committed to showing up every single day and your people have to know why you're showing up. Okay. And we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later. So consistency is the number one top rule of Instagram. So knowing that you have to be consistent showing up every day and know that it's going to take some time to build. Okay. So how should you be showing up? Whether that's a post a day or stories or something, you just have to be showing up in some way. I'm not saying you need to be posting every day. It wouldn't hurt. You know, the, the more that you're active on there, the more it's going to help you. But if you're, you know, fairly new and you're just kind of starting out building an Instagram account, don't overwhelm yourself and be like, oh my gosh, I have to go from never getting on Instagram to showing up every single day. Like just kind of ease into it. Maybe it becomes three times a week and then four times a week and then, you know, five times a week. And then maybe it's two stories a day or five stories a day or, you know, just kind of slowly build that up so you don't overwhelm yourself but know that you just have to have some sort of consistency when it comes to showing up and building on Instagram. Okay, next thing. People are there on Instagram to, um, initially it was designed for photographers as like a photo you know, type thing. So people are there to look at pretty photos. Like they, they want to be drawn in and the way that you present things on Instagram is very different than Facebook. It's not just like, you know, a whatever photo with a caption. It's a content that's going to really pull people in, whether that's how it looks or what the caption says. Just it has to be some sort of type of engaging content. And that's for posts, right? Stories are a little different. Stories can be kind of messy and kind of sloppy and just kind of like a look into your everyday life. And we'll, we'll go into those a little bit later. So um, your content should provide value. I don't ever want to see anyone posting mascara graphics in your, as a post. Like just don't do it, <laughs> okay? Because it, you just become a walking spammy ad when you're just posting graphics. So what you want to be posting instead of posting a lip and cheek graphic or whatever, do a quick video or IGTV or a boomerang or something that's of you applying the, the color or showing them how they can create two different colors or how they can line their lips. Like be offering value. That is how we sell here at Mascara. We share and offer value, we educate people. We educate on where to contour, how to contour, what color contour, how to know if you have the wrong shade or how to get color matched. Like so there's so many things that you guys can be talking about every single day on Instagram that's providing value for your people, but still talking about mascara. Um, that's how you talk about mascara without being salesy. And then every once in a while, you can kind of, you can go in for the kill. So I would say shoot them with four posts of value and then one call to action. So maybe you offer a lot of value about mindset or business tips or makeup or, you know, whatever those, those topics of value are. And then you do a call to action like, hey, I'm opening up my mentor spots. Hey, I'm doing color matches today. Like that's what I mean by now you can ask for something because you've been providing value in your Instagram, whether on your stories or it's posts. Okay. All right. Another rule. Always respond to comments and DMs. The whole purpose of Instagram is to be engaging with people. If you are not engaging with your people, <laughs> then why are you even on there? Like you should always be responding and do it as soon as possible. Um, and yes, kind of McKenna, sharing graphics and stories, that's a little different. That's, that's totally fine. Um, but I'll talk a little bit more about that later when we get to stories. Okay. And then hashtagging photos. I'm going to, I'm going to do a deep dive on hashtagging photos. These are just kind of general overview and then we'll go deeper into some topics. Okay. Having a cohesive feed. So using a mild preset, um, or, you know, just something use colors or some sort of hue where it just kind of looks clean. It's easy to follow. Um, it's attractive, you know, think about the accounts that you enjoy following. Um, a lot of times they initially pull you in because it's like an eye-catching photo or something like that. I know not every account we follow is that way, but because this is your business and your brand, you need to stand out as someone who is a professional in this field. 
right? This is your business. This is, this is your business card. So it does need to look nice and cohesive. Um, okay. Next thing, show off your personality, be authentic, be you. Do not try to be Cat Fairchild or Harmony Buse or Rachel Jacob or any other mascara artist. Be you and do what you love to do. Like I freaking love Amy's every Friday when she recreates like a movie character or something. It's so hilarious and it's so Amy. Like I love that she does that. So find what makes you you in the makeup sphere or you know something like that and just show up as you, okay? Um, do not compare your account to others. If you, you guys, I will tell you right now, I do not follow a most mascara artists. <laughs> I follow girls on our team and a few others, but most of the time I just end up comparing myself and feeling less than simply because I think, oh, I'm not doing enough or whatever. And so I just know for me that I just, I can't follow people. Like I just, I just turn my blinders on and I always create before I consume. That's a number one rule. Like go and, and, you know, before you get on Instagram, before you start scrolling, create your own content before you're consuming other artists content or other people's content. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by other artists and, you know, maybe taking a look that they did and then making it your own, but don't compare and feel like, Oh, well she's doing that. So I need to do that. Like just find, you know, and it might take you some time, but find a groove and, and start showing up as you and how you feel comfortable showing up. Okay. All right. Next thing is to stay positive. No one wants to see, you know, and I'm not saying, I don't mean, you know, to not be real and share if you're, you know, there's days where you have hard days or whatever, be relatable, but positive, like, you know, Hey, maybe I went through a tough time and here's how I overcame it. Like that's what people want to see. We don't want to see like negative Nancy or bashing on stuff or, you know, anything like that. Um, okay. Be inspired. Don't just copy and paste other people's content. Use it as, like I said, um, inspiration and then make it your own. Um, oh, okay. So let's talk about, let's do a little deep dive into your bio. This is the first section that I want to dive into. Um, and this is something that I've learned from Jasmine Starr, who she's amazing. Go follow her if you don't already follow her. She has so many good Instagram tips. Um, but one thing she talks about is having a boss bio. And what that is, is it's five different things. Okay, so you ready to write this down? So the first thing in your bio should be your title. And your title is how you want people to describe you. What do you want people to know you for on Instagram? Why are they following you? Okay, so I'm gonna show you mine really quick. Okay, so this is my Instagram account. So my title is self-taught makeup artist and business mentor. That's what I want people to know me as, okay? And then the next thing is the benefits. Why should people follow you? What do you have to offer them? Like, why are they gonna click that follow button? Why are they gonna stick around? Okay, so for me, I put, I teach women how to simplify their makeup and how to make real money online. Okay, so if someone's looking for an easy makeup routine or looking for an opportunity to make money, they're gonna be like, oh, that's what Paige does. I wanna check out, I wanna see what she has to offer. Um, and then your number three is audience. So you want to be thinking of your future customers. So for me, it's obviously women. So that's why I say I teach women because my customers are women who want to simplify their makeup routine. So those two kind of go together. And then number four is some sort of contact, which if you're looking on Instagram, I have like an email option um, so that people can contact me that way. And then number five is a, some sort of freebie. So you could have below, check out my five minute um, tutorial in this highlight, or um, for me, I put free expert makeup shade match, um, just because I don't think people know what color matches, but people usually associate shade with makeup. Um, so that's what I did for that. Okay, let me stop my share here really quick and just go into the chat. Okay, thanks Chandler for writing that down. Benefits, so number one title, benefits, audience, contact, freebie, got it, okay? All right. So do you see how when you land on to my account, it's very clear what I do. It's very clear what I offer. 
And not only that, but the majority of my posts align with that, right? So there's lots of before and afters, there's cheetah hack method, there's tons of IGTV videos. I think I have like 25 IGTVs that are all makeup tutorials, right? So my highlights showcase that as well. Like I have a highlight on mindset and goal setting that goes along with business mentoring. Um, so, you know, my bio coincides with my Instagram. So if you are saying that you help women simplify their makeup routine, but then they're looking on your, on your feed and there's no before and afters, there's no sort of, sort of tutorials. There's nothing that goes along with the bio. People are going to be like, wait, but does she really do that? Like, you know, and obviously, you know, it's going to take some time to build up. So just start now. It doesn't have to be perfect right now, but just know that you've got to be pretty clear on what it is that you want to offer your people. What do you want your people to know you as? So I would just encourage you to go look up some really big Instagram accounts that have some big followings and look at their bio. Okay. Like I can think of certain bloggers or accounts that have a very clear, like their bio is in my head. It's like, it's, it's almost like their logo, right? It's like how I identify who they are and what they have to offer. Like I think of a certain blogger that says she's a stylist and like something else. And like, that's exactly what she offers. She shares like tons of outfits and different, you know, styles and all that good stuff. So anyway, um, and then I think your IG handle, I mean, I personally think if you can, it's easiest just to do your name just because you are the brand. Your name is the brand. Um, and sometimes it's confusing if it's like some weird long drawn out handle. So if you can simplify it, great. Like that's awesome. I know it might be hard if your name's taken or whatever, but keep it simple. Keep it easy to remember. Okay. Let me go on to, let's talk about, uh, stories. Let's go into stories. Well, before we move on, does anyone have any questions about the bio? Oh, everyone good? Ruby Ann, go ahead. Um, can the things in the bio change? Like, you know, like, I'm not saying change frequently, but like after a period of time, you like realize, oh, like some, you know, something new came into my life. Can that change or should it just like stay as that, like all those five things? Yeah, absolutely. I've changed mine a million times. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I think you evolve as you start getting comfortable with Instagram and you start kind of figuring out what your thing is, um, your, your bio is going to evolve and that's fine. I mean, mine's always kind of obviously stayed in the makeup and business realm. It's never like varied far from that. Um, but yeah, like you might come up with different wording or you might add in something else that you genuinely are passionate about that you love sharing. Um, anyway, I want I did want to talk about, um, having kind of like four or five pillars in your business. Okay. So like basically what do you want people to know you for out, outside of mascara, obviously, right? Like we don't want to just be preaching mascara all day long. Although I do think it's important that you weave it into your day every single day. Somehow it doesn't necessarily have to be like a super long tutorial every day. Um, but it could just be like a quick little, here's my before and after, or here's a quick eyeshadow look, or here's, my favorite little trick, you know, something like that. But outside of that, like what else do you enjoy talking about? Um, so if you guys follow Jackie Richards, like she kind of has four pillars. Like she loves sharing her Amazon faves. She loves sharing about her workouts. Um, and then she loves doing like her free coaching Friday type thing. Right. And then of course the makeup. So she's got like four things that she's really passionate about that she talks about that can provide a lot of, um, value, but also variety in what she shares. So if you kind of find those four pillars, um, you can put those in your bio too. Um, okay. Let me just look at the, oh yeah. Hashtags in your bio. That's yeah. If you can find hashtags that are lower, like a smaller count, like under 50,000, then use them in your bio. Cause if people are searching that hashtag, then your profile is more likely to show up in their hashtag search. Um, I think I had some like makeup ones, but they were just so high that I was like, this isn't going to, it's not serving me. So, um, and we'll talk about hashtags in just a minute. T, what if your business is attached to a business? What do you mean by that, Tia? Can you come off mute? So like for me, like my mascara is interweaved into my military spouse stuff. 
And so it's not necessarily that like it's my personal like Tia brand, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, I have a service that I provide and as part of that service, here's an option for military spouses to have employment is coming and working for mascara. So it's not that it's, it's a, it, I own the brand, but it's not Tia personally. Like it's something that I'm serving for other people. Um, is there any way you could personalize it a little bit more and put your name in there or no? Um, yeah, I mean, like, my name is in there. Like, if you look at my title, it says dependent.org dash Tia Prevo. And, like, it's pictures of me, my voice, my everything. But it's, you know, I built a mission around, like, what dependent.org is and what it serves and the purpose that it serves. And so mascara is interweaved into that because the goal is for career continuity for military spouses. And mascara is an option for that. Okay. Um I'll probably have to look into your Instagram a little bit more and see maybe how you could weave it in a little bit better and make it a little clearer. Um, but for the sake of the training, I'm just going to move forward, but I'll, we'll, we'll chat after this if that's okay. And I'll kind of go through that. Um, the one thing I did want to mention is that it's so important that your bio photo, um, you know, your little circle on Instagram, it needs to be a picture of your face needs to be a picture of your face. Like people need to, see who is behind this account. So make sure it's not like some crazy filtered thing. Um, you know, if I, I, I suggest that it's just you versus like a family photo because it's so tiny, like people need to be able to see it. So that's another thing I wanted to mention about the bio. Okay. Let's go into Instagram stories. Okay. I love Instagram stories because that is where your people really get to know you. That's where they get to feel like they're a part of the behind the scenes. Um, that's where you can kind of be a little messy and just share like the everyday mundane stuff, but it's also where you can provide a lot of value, um, that you can then save as highlights, um, on your Instagram account. So here are kind of like my general rule for stories. Okay. Because this is a video, it's really important that you amp like times like amp up your personality, like be Chandler 2.0 or, you know, Ruby Ann 2.0. Like you've got to be excited and like, you have to have a lot more energy when you're doing video, you know, instead of just being like, Hey guys. So like, this is what I'm doing. It's like, think about who do you want to join? Do you want to join someone who's just like, boo, 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 or do you want to join someone that's like, let's do this. You guys, I'm so excited. Like, Energy is everything. And it, you know, me personally, do I talk like this the way I'm talking right now every single day at home with my kids? No, I don't. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's not who I am, but there's sometimes things are just lost in translation a little bit. And so video is your opportunity to show and bring the energy. So be a little bit more you just amp it up. Um, the camera adds 10 pounds and takes away 10% of your, yes, Camille. I love when she said that pump it up. Okay. All right, so that's kind of the first thing. Um, and then going back to McKenna's thing where she was talking about um, graphics in your stories, that is totally, like that's where you do the graphics. But I will say that you're gonna have more success with graphics if you preface them with a video first of your face. Or better yet, do a video of your face and then do a little sticker option where you add the photo onto your recording of your face because people are just gonna swipe right through graphics, but they will be more willing to stop and hold if you're talking and then you're captioning out your stories. That's the other big thing I preach about this all the time. If you're doing, there's no point in doing a video Instagram stories if you're not captioning them. Like honestly, 80, 90% of people are just gonna swipe away. They're not gonna listen to what you're saying and you just wasted all that time. If you're talking about the artist program or the makeup, like you just wasted all this time. People aren't going to stop and listen. So you must caption your stories, every single story. And I know it's time consuming, but that's what you want to do. You can pre-record it as a video on your phone, and then you can use cut story or continual to splice your video up into 15 second clips. And then you can just go right into Instagram and you can add the captions, or you can even use an app like video shop and do the whole video in there and even add the captions in there and even split everything up in there too. So there's lots of different ways that you can kind of pre-record 
or even just record in the app and then add the captions, it's up to you. Just make sure that you're captioning your stories. Um, okay, the other thing is too, utilize the little, um, oh yeah, Megan, that's a good tip. You can use voice text when you're doing captions, which is really helpful and makes it a lot faster. Um, Camden, you have to pay for cut story if you want to get the logo off. <laughs> it's totally worth it, you guys. It's worth it to pay 20 bucks for a year for an app that you're going to use in your business every single day that I pay for video shop because it's, it's worth it. Um, okay. When you're doing stories, utilize when you open up the little, the little sticker button, utilize the, um, what is it called? There's like the little bar at the top, right? Where you can do polls and questions and like all of these different things like GIF, GIFs and you know, all that fun stuff. Like utilize that and make your stories fun, fun to follow, use the different texts and fonts. Um, I will say if you're, if you're captioning, try to keep it pretty clean. Like don't put it over your face or, you know, try to like keep it lower, just somewhere where it's a little easier to read and try not to caption too much. So where it's like, well, this is a lot of text. I don't want to read this. Um, oh my gosh, everyone's dying over the voice text. So you just record your video and then all you do is when you click the text button to add the text, you just click your voice button and you just talk and say what you basically just said in the video and it'll write it all out for you. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, and then you want to use hashtags in your stories because that's another great way that people can find you. Okay, and what you can do is you type out the hashtag, okay, um, like let's say, for, for example, for today, I did eyeshadow tutorial, whatever, I did like a bunch of different hashtags, and then you pinch it really, 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 really tiny, and you can hide it like in the corner, or you can hide it behind a sticker, or, you know, you can just put it somewhere where people can't see it, but it's still going to help you get, gain exposure on Instagram stories, and we'll dive again in, into hashtags in just a little bit, um, but be utilizing that. So captions, hashtags, GIFs, GIFs, polls, question box, engage with your people there, okay? Um, look at, swipe up and look at who's following your stories, like who's watching your stories. Take some time every week and engage with those people. Like, here's the thing, you guys, you are not going to grow your Instagram account if you are not engaging with your people who are engaging with you. Like, Go follow them, go comment on their posts, message them, tell them thank you for watching your stories and better yet, send them a voice message or a video message because 95% of people aren't doing that. So it's, it's those little things of just taking that time to show your people that you value them and you're grateful for them and love on them, okay? And even go to, you could even do a, a poll or a question box thing and say, hey, who do you guys love to follow? and have them share all their followers and then go follow those followers and see why do they love following these people? What is it about these people that they enjoy? Or you could even ask them that and you can even kind of implement some of those things um, into your account, you know? Like maybe they love that someone is just really happy and positive or whatever. Like, like well, I could, I could learn from that. I could do that, right? Um, and go follow them and start engaging with those people too. Um, okay. So engaging with your followers, when they message you, message them back um, with a voice message or a video message if you can, and just makes it way more personal. Okay, and then another thing with stories is I'd say, um, okay, hold on, look, looking at the questions here. When you use multiple hashtags on the story, are you only able to enter one at a time and make them? No, you can do them all like you're typing out a paragraph text. You can do them all one time and then minimize them. Um, okay. I would say try to do anywhere from like five to 10 stories a day and do them at like different times of the day, because what that does is that's going to constantly be bringing your story back up to the front of people's pages. Right? So if you only do stories once in the day, a lot of times you're going to have a really low viewer count because people will click it and then like keep clicking like while maybe while you're in the middle of uploading stories or something like that. So it's helpful to like post in the morning do something in the afternoon, do something at night, you know, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy or long. Um, just kind of try and get your stories back up at the front. Does anyone have any questions about stories or anything that they want to add? I have a question. Yeah. So how do you decide like what should be a story and what should be a post? 
like what would be the best way or avenue for your post or whatever you wanted to put on there so I feel like posts are kind of like they're more like the rarity now like like if you're doing a post it has to be high value so it's kind of like low value not necessarily low value but like really high value where you want people to save it you want it to be shared you want people to engage on it um you know where people can see that people are engaging on it um i will say that i i'm doing more tutorials as igtvs now than i am in my stories if they're like a really valuable tutorial where i'm teaching something new because i want people to be able to reference it because i for a long time i was doing all these stories in my highlights and then people are like, hey, where was that tutorial that you did like two months ago? I'm like, uh, let me go save it to a highlight. And it took me forever. So whenever you're doing a some sort of makeup tutorial that's have value that you know people will rewatch or you want to send to customers or prospective customers or anything like that, just make it an IGTV. And what you can do is you can make it an IGTV and then guess what? A week later, you can share as stories in your in your you know, that day. So repurpose your content. Like if you create a lot of content for IGTV or even your stories, make it into an IGTV later on and post two weeks later, because odds are, you know, 90% of your people didn't even see it or they forgot about it. And now you've got some really easy, quick content and you're not having to create content every single day. That's original every single day, like reuse your content that you do. Um, and, and like, let's say you did an IGTV six months ago, do the same one again, wearing something else and like maybe add in a new tip or something like repetition is the key here. And especially with Instagram, because people are getting so much content thrown at them all the time that it's good to get lots of repetition with makeup. Um, okay. Joyce, how do you IGTV on your account? All you have to do is you just go like you're going to upload a photo and you just click the photo or you click the video. It has to be longer than a minute to be an IGTV. And then um, it'll just take you through the steps and it'll upload as an IGTV. I was going to say one trick that I do for my IGTV videos is sometimes when you have the cover photos, I, I like having cover photos for my IGTVs because I want it to look cohesive in my feed and I don't want it to be like the smushed up photo of my face because the IGTV like zooms in a lot. So what I will do is I will use the app Unfold. Do you guys know about this app? This app is awesome. And I will, there's like two templates that I use um, for my before and after photos. And then there's like a, a generic photo. Okay, so the one that I use, I don't know if you guys can see this. This is for my cover photo today. And it's the very first template. When you open up Unfold, it's the free template. Um, it's the CS1 and it's just, it's like one of these, uh, I don't know if you guys can see that. It's this one right here. And I just deleted the text on the top and the bottom. And what that does is it like, it makes it so it's not so zoomed in. Um, so I just kind of find an unfold template that kind of squishes the photo a little bit. So it's not so zoomed in when I upload it as a cover photo. Hopefully that makes sense. You guys will kind of see as you play around with it. Um, yes, reels. Reels are new to Instagram. I haven't done one yet. I'm hoping to do one tomorrow. Um, but it's basically the TikTok for Instagram. So definitely jump on that train, start learning about that, get familiar with that. Same thing, like caption them, add fun music, make them, you know, things that people can learn quickly. So like I was thinking I would do a reel repurposing an IGTV I've done on how to line my lips. And you could do that in 15 seconds in a real like contour, highlight, lip color, you know, something really easy. So anyway, okay. Um, I think that was everything for stories. Any more questions about that? Okay. Yeah, on those reels, man. Like it's just helping people's engagement a ton because it's brand new. Anytime Instagram comes out with some sort of new feature, it they automatically reward people who use it. Um, just make sure that it's a value, something that's valuable for people. Okay, let's talk about hashtags. Okay, so Jamie or Jasmine Starr has a really awesome free hashtag guide that you guys can use. So just go to her Instagram. She has it somewhere on there, probably in her bio. 
um, that you can use and get a free hashtag guide. Um, so here's some of some tips that she shares. Um, and then some from Jesse Lee that I learned as well that are super helpful. Um, oh, thank you, Maddie. Solo, Soul Studio Marketing and this Virginia Care have free content of how to utilize Reels. Yes, and also Elise Derma. I love her stuff. She has tons of good info. E-L-I-S-E-D-E-R-N-A. That's another really good account to follow. She gives you tons of prompts on like what to share on your stories, what to share as posts. She gives tons of helpful information. Um, okay, back to hashtags. So you want to use geotags. And I know for some of you, it's like kind of uncomfortable using geotags like when you're there. So obviously don't post when you're actually there. If you don't want people to know where you are, um, you can post later on and say where you've been. And when you use geotags, it's like a very targeted way of people being able to find you. So for example, if you're eating at a restaurant in um, Las Vegas, Nevada, instead of saying Las Vegas, Nevada or the strip or something like that, you would say the exact restaurant that you are at. So it's like very targeted on where you are and how people can find you. So that's how you wanna use geotagging. Um, so be exact. And then there's two types of things that you wanna include in your hashtags. So there's the object, the object hashtags, like what's actually in the photo. Like let's say you went to a restaurant and you got um, an, an acai bowl, right? Okay, so the object would be the acai bowl. So hashtags would be like healthy acai bowl or vegan acai bowl or um, you know juice bar or something like that, like a bunch of different objects for the hashtag. And then the subject hashtag would be like clean eating, vegan eating, um, healthy restaurants, you know, kind of like more of like the generic type thing. So those are kind of the, the hashtags that you want to be using. And you can use up to 30 hashtags on a post. Um, and you want to look for hashtags, like I mentioned earlier, that have under 50,000. Um, and I would say even less than, like try to find hashtags that are maybe even closer to like your following account size, okay? And then what you want to do is you want to follow certain hashtags like that you think your people would be following. So think about like, who do I want to attract? Who are my customers? Who are my potential customers? Well, maybe she's a mom and she loves fashion or she loves mom hacks or she loves, you know, think about like those customer avatars and who are they following? What do they enjoy watching? And go look up those hashtags and start following those hashtags and then engage on those hashtags, okay? Um, and then, oh my gosh, you guys, I know I'm like spewing so much at you. <laughs> Does anyone have any questions about hashtags. Is that making sense? Elise Derma here. I'll type it out real quick. I know I'm talking fast. Elise Derma. She's the one that has the reels, prompts, and lots of other story prompts and stuff. She has awesome content. Jasmine Starr is the other one. And then Jesse Lee. Says I'm Boss Lee. Okay. One thing that Jesse Lee talked about that I loved, and it kind of is like similar to like Gary Vee's 199 rule is, um, or whatever his rule is, what she does is she goes to certain hashtags that she uses or, um, you know, like certain people that she's following and, or like that she wants to engage with, and she leaves three likes, two comments, and one follow. So the three, two, one rule. So that's a really great way that you can start connecting with your people, the people who are looking for, you know, your hashtags or whatever, or if you're trying to attract a certain type of person, like maybe, maybe you're looking for someone who's um, a craft person. Like maybe you're like, Hey, I want to look for like an entrepreneur who's doing crafts. I'm going to go search these hashtags and then I'm going to use the three, two, one rule. So three likes, two comments, one follow, and that's how you're gonna engage and start connecting and meeting new people, right? So instead of just waiting for people to find you through hashtags and waiting for people to find your content, be actively going out and finding people and engaging and connecting with people that way. Um, okay, so you get engage on hashtags, your people do and follow those hashtags. All right, let's talk about posts really quick. What should you be talking about in your posts? So 
I really love, yes, Chandler, thank you. And make good comments, like genuine comments, authentic comments, like, hey, you said that your favorite restaurant was so-and-so. Tell me what you liked about her. What was your favorite thing that you tried? Like actually show them that you read their posts and you are actually engaging with them and try to like build and start a relationship with them. Um, okay, posts. So when you are doing a post, and this, this is the same for pretty much anything like IGTVs too, especially, or Reels, you always want to create some sort of like call to action. So yesterday I did a post on um, like an overview of things to do in Montana from my trip. And I said, save this. That was the very first thing I said. I think I had like over 30 people save it. And it's just amazing like what people do when they, when you tell them to do it, like, Hey, comment below if you can relate to this story or, you know, just something that's like quick that just right off the bat, like this, if you can relate, comment below, save this for, re for future reference, like just tell your people what you want them to do. So I'm going to start doing like some business trainings every Thursday. And the first thing I'm going to say is, Hey, today I'm going to be offering this. Make sure you save this, share this with a friend, tag a friend that you think needs to hear this. Like you need to be telling the people what you want them to do to engage with you. Um, so that's just like a quick little tip and not every single post is necessarily going to be something like that, but think of how you can word your post to where you can insert that very naturally. Okay. Um, the other thing when you're, when you're doing captions, <clears throat> should have grabbed some water. <laughs> when you're writing out your caption, try to appeal to the four different personality types. So maybe like the energetic type, maybe the more, you know, conservative or like the thought provoking, um, maybe the, I'm trying to think of the four different personalities. Oh my gosh, I'm spacing now. Can anyone think of like just the four generic personalities? So there's like um, informational, like facts, right, the creative facts. person. Um, the party person. Oh yeah. And then What's I always forget the last one. I always forget the last one too. Is Where's it, Lindsay? I feel like she would know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like the, the person who's like into the, it's the informational, the one who needs the facts before they do it. It's the right. person who will just jump in, doesn't care, just it's cool. And then it's like the person who is like in between that, like they need a little bit of fact, but like they can go with just the surface level facts. And then it's um, uh, the code crackers is what I'm thinking of. Um, I'll look it up and I'll send it to you guys. Shoot, yeah, of course that was the one thing I didn't write down. But so try to appeal to like different personalities. Like don't just think about you and what you like, think about what different personalities like and enjoy like what would they want to do so if you're talking about the artist program okay you want to bring up the sisterhood the fun the party aspect the money aspect in a, a way that doesn't get you in trouble with the ftc or the whatever that is um you know like um you want to break down the facts like you there's no shipping no inventory right so that's like a perfect example of like appealing to multiple personalities in a post so even if you're just talking about you know something generic with you like just, just think about, have those personalities in your mind. Like what kind of questions would they want to answer? Or what would they want to hear? Or what would draw them in? What would make them curious, right? Because this isn't about you. It's about what your people want and what's going to make them engage and want to, you know, be a part of everything. Um, okay. And then I, I would just encourage you to think about what type of of accounts do I follow that I will actually engage on because we are so inundated with posts and stories and things like what what type of content actually makes you want to say something right so ask for people's opinions ask for people to share stories ask for people to um, you know say if they can relate or you know just any type of content in your posts in your stories that gets people feeling like they're a part of your world that their voice matters and that what they have to say matters and like respond to that and, and get a conversation going, right? So our whole goal in building this Instagram community is creating that community of like actually making people feel like you, well not making, but you know, helping people see that you really care about what they have to say. Um, 
living my best style on Instagram. Rachel says is great at asking random engaging questions. And you guys literally, if you don't know what to ask, go Google it. <laughs> what are some engaging questions I can ask on Instagram? Go watch some YouTube videos, go search it on Instagram. I guarantee you there's so many accounts that, that give out tons of content and value of what, what you can be asking. Um, I mean, even something as simple as what eyeshadow look should I wear today and showing them four different eyeshadow colors or what lip and, color, lip and cheek color should I wear today? Or, you know what I mean? Like, should I do this tutorial or this tutorial? Like, even if you know what you want to do, like just get the people's feedback because it's just getting them to engage with you, right? Um, okay, Jamie says, Anna McFarlane is boss teaching about Insta. Awesome, thanks, Jamie. There's seriously, guys, there's millions of accounts that give out so much great info. Okay, let's talk about, um, IGTVs. And I kind of already went over some of this stuff. Um, but one thing I wanted to mention is, so do the cover photo so that it looks cohesive on your feed versus just like the still of the IGTV video. And then, um, do caption, caption your videos. And I know it takes a long time to caption. So if you can't like caption the whole video, if you're talking, just paraphrase, like just tell the people what you're doing. Um, I've been kind of testing like, okay, if are people going to be more willing to watch this if I caption the whole video or if I don't caption or if I just paraphrase and I will say nine times out of 10, my videos that have full captions are my most successful videos. They have the most views, they have the most engagement. And it's the same thing with the IGTVs, um, which I need to do better about this is having that, the telling them what to do. Save this. If you found value, share this with a friend, tag a friend below that you think would love this. Like, tell them to do something with that IGTV video. Okay. Like this, heart this, whatever. Um, yeah. Caption. So if you, so Chelsea, if you did an IGTV video where you are talking and you're explaining something like literally go and like type that out. And same thing when I do video shop to edit all my videos, I will voice, um, out those captions. So it doesn't take so long to type everything out. Um, Chandler. Yeah. Can't even tell you how many times people thank me for captioning my stories. It's worth it, you guys. It's worth it to spend that time because I feel like if you don't do it, it's just wasting time not doing it. Um, okay. All right. One other thing I wanted to bring up. My gosh, you guys have been talking forever. Ah! I'm sorry. This is so much. Um, captioning lives. So I don't think you can caption lives on Instagram, but you can do that on Facebook. So if you go live on Facebook, there is an option. If you have a business page, um, oh, back way, but way up, make your Instagram account, um, a business account because then you have analytics and it shows you who's following you when they're engaging. Um, and it teaches you, like it tells you, you know, when's the best time for you to post because everyone is going to be so different because everyone's followers are different. So for me, I have found, I get some of the best engagement at like eight 30 at night, which I never would think that just because I'm like, it's late. Like people are probably watching shows, but like, no, most of the time my best stuff is either first thing in the morning or late at night. I don't really get super great engagement throughout the middle of the day, but that's just my followers and it's going to be different for you. So if you make your Instagram account, a business account, It'll give you some good insight into that. And then also just kind of playing around with it and you know, just kind of test some times out. Like sometimes you just got to throw content out there and like see what sticks and see what your people are liking. Um, let's see. Mackenzie said, personally, don't typically like to scroll into the sound on, especially when in public. So I very much appreciate captions from others. Same. 90% of people are that way. Chelsea, I tried a business account once. I found like I obsessed over it. Um, it's not something for you to compare yourself to. It's just there for you to see what's working, right? So like, don't, don't base your worth on your stats of your business account, but rather, Hey, this post got a hundred saves or this post had a ton of shares. Like what was it about this post that made people want to save and share it? So you're analyzing what your people are actually enjoying from your own content. Because if you're not if you don't know what your people are enjoying or sharing or liking or commenting on the most, how do you know what to keep recreating, right? So you could just keep throwing stuff out there that your people don't actually want and you're just wasting a lot of time. So I think it's super beneficial. Um, Megan, I post at 10.30 PM and get great. Yeah, I'm finding a lot of people are like super on late at night, which is so funny. 
maybe more so with COVID and stuff, because I feel like it used to not be that way. But <laughs> anyway, everyone's different. Okay, the last thing I wanted to share about is doing what, like another great way to grow your following is to do a story share giveaway. So if you have like four or five friends that have a similar following as yours and don't do other mascara artists, try to find people in other niches, um, then what you can do is you guys can pull together money. Everyone pays 25, 50 bucks, whatever. And you can do some sort of story giveaway where you just have a quick graphic and it's like, Hey, go follow all these accounts and tag them in all the account or in the story post. And then all they have to do is like slide the little slider bar over to say that they entered. So I feel like Instagram post giveaways aren't near as successful anymore because Instagram is like trying to do away with giveaways because they were so overdone. Um, but these, these IG story giveaways is a great way that you can grow your following and connect with people who are like, like-minded, you know, if you have some friends that you've made through Instagram or whatever that are bloggers or, um, you know, like little business owners, little shop owners, like that's, those are the perfect people to connect with, to do a little giveaway together. Uh, Meredith said, I did a story giveaway a couple months ago and got 200 followers and most of them have stuck around. Yeah. And most of them probably will because if, if they're, you know, like a true following, if they have a true authentic following, um, then they're most likely going to value what they're telling people to follow. Right. So, I mean, that's important too. Like, obviously don't just, don't just look at numbers. And that, that's kind of what I wanted to end on before we do a little Q and a is you're not here to build an Instagram platform as a popularity contest. Like this is not a popular, a popularity contest. Like it is not about followers. It's about people who are actually engaged with your stuff and actually want to stick around. Your goal should be to have a thousand true fans, a thousand. That's it. At the end of your career, if you could have a thousand true fans, you would be a millionaire. Okay. So rather than trying to get numbers, try to get quality followers by offering quality content that people actually want to engage with. Um, which is why I don't do a ton of giveaways. If I do them, I do them very seldom because most of the time you're just not going to get as truly like authentic followers as you would from like people just organically finding you or people that you are spending time connecting with who then follow you back. So that is your goal. Like think about it. If you can just get 10 new friends a week, 10 new authentic followers a week who actually want to follow you and actually want to engage with you. Like what a difference that's going to make 10, 10 cells, or maybe you get two artists out of that. Like, you know, it could be anything like that. Okay. Go ask daddy. Sweetie. I'm on a call. Okay. Okay. So that's the goal. That is the goal here. You want to get quality over quantity. Okay. So Number numbers don't matter. Don't compare yourself to the number of followers people have. Most followers aren't even real anyway on a lot of big accounts. So don't look at that. Okay. After I just ranted forever, uh, Ashlyn, is there a way to easily keep track of people who enter multiple times for giveaways, like for tagging people and stuff? So that's why I don't do the post giveaways anymore. Ashlyn is because it's just like, it's overwhelming, but you can use like a the wheel spinner and you can just go onto a desktop and you can highlight like all of the names and you can just like put it in there and it'll put their name in there multiple times if they comment multiple times. But I'm finding that the story giveaways are just much more effective than post giveaways where you have to do names or tag people. Brittany, do you recommend having a personal IG and business IG or just one? Um, I have just one. I just mix my personal, I mean, I don't even really have a personal one anymore. Like I just post random pictures of my kids every now and then, but for the most part, it's just solely like my business and what I do. Um, I always tell people like, don't start a second life when you join mascara, like just use the followers that you already have on your existing account and just weave it into your life. Especially if you want to create a, a substantial income here and become a leader here, like eventually it will just become that. So don't like start something new because then you get in this rut of like, Oh, I can only post about my mascara stuff on here and my family stuff on here. Like just learn how to weave them together. Okay. Woo. Any other questions? You guys can hop off mute too. If you have a question, just reading the comments. 
Oh, good. I'm glad this was good. I just had a comment. Yeah. So as I was like thinking, hearing all this, um, I was listening to one of Bob's uh, podcasts today. And so we just got like a ton of great info. Like I had to run and go grab another paper because I filled up double-sided papers, <laughs> like so much good stuff and so many people to like follow and stuff. But I would just say like, go look, like follow some of those people and like, look what they're doing and then take the action because we just got so much info, but like focus on one thing that you're going to, that you want to do first and like do that and like take the action. Don't just consume all this and do nothing. So that was just a thought I had. Yes. Thank you, Megan. I would say the very first thing that you want to make sure is solid is your bio. Start there. Start with your bio and your photo. Make sure it's a photo of you and you've got a strong bio and you've got a nest, a little net that where you're catching people. If your bio does not draw people in, they're most likely not going to follow. So that's what I would focus on first. I have a question on the reels, if I can, please. Yeah. So I really want to start engaging with that, but sometimes I, I think maybe I overthink it because I feel like it's only 15 seconds. And what value am I adding to them with like mascara and being an artist? Or can it be something not related to mascara? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be mascara. But again, I think your reels and your IGTVs are how people are going to find you. And it's, it's their first impression of you. So why do you want people to follow you? Is it because for me and for all of you, I would think it's because you want people to know that you sell this makeup right? Like that is your, your ultimate goal. So yeah. when you're creating like, um, what's the word, like potentially viral content, um, you want it to be something that you want people to know you for. So for me, I want it to either be like business stuff or makeup stuff. So that's where I'm going to put like my high value content is going to be in reels and IGTVs because that's how people are going to find me. Um, so a 15 second clip of value could literally, like I said, be one second you're doing contour, the next second you're doing, and you're showing your all-in-one palette, the next second you're doing your highlight, the next second you're putting on your lip color, boom, 15 second value clip. It shows people that you have an all-in-one palette that can is, creates this custom lip. Super, super easy. Um, Chandler, transition videos, what do you mean by that? So like I used to do them before TikTok was a thing, but, um, and you've done them too, like where you, like, or Cat Fairchild has one that went crazy viral with the ring light. So she had like a bare face and then she pulled down her ring light and then it, she was all done. Mm -hmm. That's like a transition video. I did one where I sneezed into powder and then my face was done. Like there's so many different ways you can get creative with it. And that takes like even less than 15 seconds. I have a whole highlight on it. It's labeled TikToks at the moment, but those... I think are going to be like really big. Yeah. Cause it's fast. It's fun. It's easy to consume and it immediately pulls people in. So yeah. that's the goal. You just want to pull people in and you want to pull them in fast. And I think Chandler's so right. Transition videos is like the fastest way and the easiest way to do that. Okay. And I mean, Chandler will have to do a whole nother training on how to make them, <laughs> but seriously go YouTube. YouTube and Google, you guys, it has everything you need to know about everything. Reels is very, very similar to TikTok. Um, okay. Can I give a really quick idea? Yeah. You can literally just take your palette and just drop it over your face. I did that and it was worked really, really well on TikTok. So like it can be that simple where you just don't have anything on and drop it. No, and you do. You do. Yeah. And like I said, you guys go repurpose some old videos that you've done. If you've done transition videos like that in your stories, literally just go in your archive, save it and turn it into a reel and like immediately get likes and content and engagement. Like you already, most of you are going to have content that you can just easily reuse. Yes, Mackenzie. Okay. So sometimes on my stories, I'll have like a slide the bar for invite or whatever. And I get engagement from accounts that have like 30K followings or even more sometimes but they're kind of like ghosts. So I message back or I'll go and check them out and nothing of it. Do you guys get that kind of stuff? Yeah. So that's a, a bot. Those are bots. So you do have to be careful when you use the question or the bars. A lot of times you'll get bots. 
Um, so I would say a better thing to do is to do like the message me button or um, say message me for more info or for the link or something like that where they have to physically reach out and contact you. I think that might be a little bit better. Okay, well, I think I've blasted you guys enough for the last hour. There's so much out there. Go follow those accounts I shared earlier. Obviously, this will be a replay that you guys can rewatch. Um, but like Megan said, don't just consume. Like, you don't, you don't need to keep consuming. Just go and do. Go do a reel. In fact, I'm going to challenge all of you guys. Let's all do a reel tomorrow, okay? Like, let's just do the thing. And who cares if it's not perfect? Who cares if you mess up? Like, that's part of the process. You've just got to let go of the perfection, okay? All right. I love you guys. Hope this was helpful and I'll talk to you all soon.